You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. Here we are. Here we are. Sunday afternoon. It is Sunday afternoon. I just, you know, how does the weekend go by so freaking fast? I know. I hate it. I'm really enjoying my three-day weekends since I, I don't know. work on Fridays. I'm jealous of that. But it does go by so fast. I know. It's like the week takes three years, yeah. and then the weekend, I blink, and it's now <laughs> Sunday, and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. I like Sundays, though. Sundays are such a good, like, just, like, relaxing day. Yeah, like it's true. You're getting ready for the week, but, like, you still don't have to do anything. Sunday scaries haven't set in. Not quite yet. Like just yet. That'll be later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I try to enjoy it until, you know, when the 6 a.m. alarm goes off, then I just be miserable for the week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I know the feeling. Yep. Um, you know, too, I was kind of thinking about it because obviously with me, like, working from the house now, mm-hmm. um, obviously we still have, like, PTO hours, but... People really aren't using them as yeah. much because we're all working from home at the right. moment. So I'm trying to be better because I had saved a lot of PTO when we were supposed to go to France yeah. and that didn't happen. So I'm trying to be good about like using it a little bit like here and there yeah, just to kind of make things like a little bit better and we can like spend Fridays together. Yeah. So. That's fun. Yeah. I know. I hate, <laughs> I hate the COVID. The COVID has fucked everything up. The Rona. Mm-hmm. The Rona has ruined everything. It really has. But I'm glad you've got some good... PTO, and yeah. I know we were talking about maybe doing something for our anniversary in November, yeah. which is coming up quickly. You know, it, yeah, you're not kidding, because we're, I mean, what, we've got like two weeks left of August? Yeah. And then it's September, which <laughs> like, like... what the fuck? <laughs> you know, if I was a kid, I'd be shitting my pants, because I'd be going back to school, and I'd be like, what? But isn't it crazy that this kind of all started in like February, March, now we're into September, and like we're still... Yeah. Doing it. Now, because I remember like when this all kind of started happening... How long did you think it would last? Like, when we I when I like, first got the work from home notice. I mean, I thought probably, like, three or four weeks. Yeah. Like, maybe a month. Maybe a little more than that. But, yeah. like, I remember sitting on the back deck talking to um, our old neighbors. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's like, well, like, we're going to work from home. Like, it's going to be great. Like, have a couple weeks off. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, like, pretty permanent for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's going to be permanent for a, 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 lot a lot of the world for a long time. Yep. I don't think, as we've seen, this is not... Well, it's getting better around the world. I think the U.S. right now is just on fire. Not necessarily South Carolina, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was so funny, too, because remember how locked down Massachusetts was mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and obviously they did it the correct way and yep. stayed locked down, and then we got down here... Everyone's like, what's the corona? <laughs> I know, it's like it didn't happen, so I don't know. It's, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It is. All right. No more talk about that. I don't like to talk about it. Okay. So what else are we doing? Um, let's see. Uh, well, we saw my parents. That was fun. Yep. You made some banging tacos. That was good. Those tacos were really good. They were yummy. Your parents brought some, some moonshine. Some moonshine. <laughs> like legit shine. Yeah. It was disgusting. It tasted like trumped up like Robitussin. Yeah. Really. It was cherry. I hate cherry flavor. I do too. I, 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 you don't like a lot of flavor. We were just talking about you not liking grape soda either. I hate grape flavor things. I'm like, not, yeah. That's weird. I'm not a big soda like person. Yeah. Like full flavor. sugar. Yeah. Yeah. No. But like I saw, I was at the store today and. I saw it. Reminds me, we always had it at like birthday parties. We always had like strawberry grape soda, and that was like our special like treat. 
Yeah. Must have been a treat day because I also got popsicles. I was about to say, you like went full out like <laughs> elementary school like snack level. I got some full, fillet mignons for dinner. Fillet mignon. <laughs> I'm excited for the fillet mignons. The fillet mignon. Didn't your cousin Brandon call it that one time at a restaurant? I think so. Or someone in our family called, uh, I think it was Parmesan. He's They called it like Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> When you classy as fuck, can I have some of that Parmesan cheese? Please? That's funny. You know? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of words that I've probably mispronounced in my life. And Me too. I feel like doing the podcast like just puts a bright spotlight on that. Yeah. Then we get to work. Like there was one for a place in Germany and I literally had to like YouTube how to say yeah. it because I'm like, I don't like I, don't I can't even guess it. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's funny. Yeah. Good so. stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other big things we've had going on. Not really. I'm just trying to get through this class, and then, like, I'll have a life again. But Yeah, I was going to say, you're wrapping up school yes, for the is, year, which is know, good. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm hoping to be able to, you know, obviously with more time, um, you know, we can do more stuff with the show and, you know, yeah. get more engaged. So that's coming, I promise. It's just, <laughs> it's really difficult right now to do all it is. things at once. I would like to get a couple episodes, like, ahead. Yeah. Not like, this is going to be what everyone's listening to tomorrow morning. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I think we're going to have more time to, like, yeah. do that and plan that out. Yeah. So it'll be good. We yeah. can just get to the end of August, man. I know. We're in the, like, 80s, too. The weather has been, like, cooperating. It's in the 80s today? Yeah. Then, like, oh. this whole week, I think, it was, like, a high of, like, 85 to, like, 89. Oh, like, not in the 90s and 100s. So, I'm like, yes. And for those that think that's hot, that's a gift. Yeah. Right now, like, that's, that's good. <laughs> it was bad on the other day. It was, like, nighttime. Mm-hmm. You know, I was walking the dog, and it was kind of humid and muggy, but, like, it felt good. And I looked at the temperature, and it was, like, 85. And I was like, oh, that feels good. <laughs> yeah, because even at night in the summer here, y'all, like, it does not get cool. No. Like, it drops. The lows are in the maybe 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And the ocean water right now is literally... It was 87. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, bath water. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not even refreshing. No, it's <laughs> not. I see people in it, and I'm like, does that feel good? It can't. Like, it, yeah. it can't feel good because it's the same as, like, the air temperature. Well, right, and we were talking to my parents about, um, like, they... <laughs> Well, we told them that they needed to get a hot tub, and now they decided they want a hot tub. But I was thinking about it, I was like, ooh, like a hot tub in the summer, like it gets so hot here, it's going to be nasty. I'm like, but I wonder if they, like, can you have a cold water? Like, can you switch the temperatures of the water to make it, like, cold? Probably, yeah. Because, like, that would be refreshing yeah. as fuck. That was never really a thing in, like, Maine. Maine. <laughs> never an issue. Uh, no, but... I I would imagine you could because that would just be have like sick. cool yeah I like bet you, you could can switch the temp so like in yeah. the summer it could be cool water and then winter obviously winter you hot. hot I love a hot tub I love I, a good hot tub I haven't been in a hot tub in a long time me either we used to have one yeah you did yeah. mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure that was fun when it got like really really cold out yeah it was awesome it would like snow mm-hmm. like you're just like sitting in the snow and like yeah just like piles on your head and you're just like <laughs> nice and toasty and warm in there Ooh, but what then you gotta sucked. get out yeah you gotta get out and then it was hard because like obviously like you're soaking wet and you get out and you know how the house was set up yeah. so it walked into like my parents bedroom yeah but the deck would freeze from Ooh, the water so you, so you like had to be really sweat. careful so you like didn't want to run because like just, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm sure it's yeah. just freezing. Yeah, we also had a sauna too, so we would yeah have to run to that. Fair enough. Yeah. And yes, that is the correct way before anyone comes for us. It is pronounced sauna. Yes, as a sauna. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm Finnish yeah. from Finland, um, where saunas are huge. So yeah, my family would punch I'll me in the face if I called it a sauna. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, oh. it is fun. It's scary because it's just like this big, huge, like 
hot metal like stove with oh, fire and water sauna, yeah, yeah in the sauna yeah mm-hmm. i've been in there it is kind of scary and then you just like are sitting next to it and then you just throw water on it and then it steams and oh, mm. it's so good though i gotcha there's yeah. a shower head in there mm-hmm. and it's like ice cold water like there's yeah. no warmth i'm sure you have to have that to too, it yeah it's so hot like, a lot of times i would have to put like a wet washcloth like over my face because like yeah it just like, kind of so hard much. to breathe I can imagine. And the fun part with that is to run out and jump and roll in the snow and then come back in. <laughs> Only in Maine. It felt folks. awful. <laughs> That's just what we did. <laughs> we had two very different childhoods. <laughs> you have not figured that out yet. Yep. Yeah. All right. Man. We, we rambled. We chattered enough. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. So, what are we doing today? You know, we kind of thought about different. Uh, we do actually have a list now going of like topic yeah. ideas, so like check for us. Yep. But I feel like a lot of people have asked us that too. Like, do you ever run out of like things that you're going to want to talk about? I'm like, there's always ghosts. Yeah. There's always weird shit happening. Yeah, I don't think we run out, but I think sometimes we get kind of stumped on like what to what? cover. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, we thought for this one, we're just going to do a good old fashioned haunted houses, haunted places episode because nothing's more ghosty than that. I kind of came up with my own, it's their houses, but I kind of took my own spin on it to be a little different. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah. With mine. Okay. I have like a shorter one and then kind of like a big doozy. Okay. And I know you have like one big one. So I'll just sprinkle in. It's not like super crazy, but it's kind of crazy. Okay. Buckle up for the second one though. So give you some, give you some time to warm up. Um, so my kind of theme was murder houses. So both of my houses are murder houses. Okay. The first one is... The Baltimore Street Murder House in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh-huh. Um, it does actually have a really dark history, of course. Okay. It doesn't just get yeah. the name Murder House for, for nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to go back to kind of the story of what happened sure. in the house. Yep. Um, so this is in 1983, and it happened, so sad, on Christmas Day. Um, so September, or September. <laughs> <laughs> When? <laughs> December 25th. Okay. Um, there was a man named Stephen Craig Johnson, and he went crazy. Um, so he did have, like, a history of um, drug abuse. Okay. Um, but his wife said that like, he had been clean. He had been, you know, mm. pretty sober. Okay. Um, and apparently he fell off the wagon this mm, day. Started using. Um, yep. And he was uh, tripping on PCP. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so this is kind of, um, this is a trigger warning because this is going to get pretty yeah. graphic and gruesome. Um, but he is tripping and basically decides that um, his infant son yeah. is Jesus Christ reborn oh. and starts like okay. saying all this weird stuff to his wife and like yeah. talking about having to like kill the baby. And oh she's God. just like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Yeah. Um, so she's like trying to take the baby, grab the baby, and he takes a knife and stabs her. Um, and so she's kind of on the floor trying to get to the baby. Yeah. Um, and she can't. Yeah. Um, and then gets to the phone, calls the police. Um, and when the police show up, here's the, the worst part. He was on the front steps holding the body of the baby, um, but he had decapitated Oh, my God. The baby. Jeez. Yeah. So, sorry. That was a little rough there. Wow. You came in hot on that one. <laughs> I mean, that's a, this, is the, this is not the, like, worst one either. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so he obviously gets arrested, um, and he was charged with first-degree murder, assault with intent to murder, and possession of marijuana and possession of cocaine. Um, And then they tested him, obviously, and that's... He was hallucinating, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So he's in jail forever, which is a good thing. Um, And so basically the house just becomes abandoned after Mm -hmm. that happens. The the, um, mom survives. Oh, she does. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, But... Doesn't is not going to live there, of course. Uh, of course. Um, and it's still abandoned today. It's okay, still standing. It's there. still there. Um, of course, it's been you know now a popular place for paranormal investigators yeah, and sure. you know people going in there. Anything with a dark history like that is yeah probably going to draw some be attention. some yeah yeah. Um, so this guy goes in. Um, he's actually a filmmaker. He's not really a Investigate. paranormal investigator, okay. um, but is a pretty firm believer of this house, like Have being like shit going on. literal evil. He said, Ooh. so he goes yeah. in and said, like walks in and it's like just a bad feeling overall. Um, just everywhere in the house just feels heavy and dark. Um, so there's actually a video online that you can watch. Yeah. We watched part of this. Yeah. And it's him like going through. I felt like something was going to jump out at any second, and I like I did not like that. No, it wasn't. So he's just kind of going through, and um, he walks into this closet and has finds a sketch of a woman like Mm. in pencil, and then handwritten in pencil underneath it, um, it wrote, "I don't know what made thy house evil. I only know that thee begs thy help of whatever within here can help with." Oh. Like, weird. It's like old school language, too. Like, yeah. thy. Like. Mm-hmm. And the and, yeah. Yeah. And so, he was just like, hmm. Weird. Yeah. Like, what is that? Um, so, this is gross. He's going through the house and finds a dried up raccoon, like, just in the middle of oh. the hallway. Okay. Um, and then he looks in to the corner in a bedroom, and he thinks it's a dead vulture, um, but then the vulture, like, looks at him and, like, starts blinking. Ooh, so it's, so it's just alive. out? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's your cue to, um, leave. <laughs> yeah. So what does he do? He keeps going. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, God forbid. Yeah. And then goes into the bathroom, and the bathtub was full, but it was, like, black water. <laughs> I saw the ring. Do not. <laughs> no. Don't do it. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a bad move. <laughs> do not go in any horror situation filled bathtubs. Yeah. Bad don't, news. Don't do it. Because there's something scarier than the mold at the bottom of that thing. You hear me? <laughs> yes, for sure. Ooh. Yeah, gross, right? Yeah. Um, and then it goes into the basement, and it is, like, fully infested with flies. Oh, that's... Yeah. Oh, mm, Just in the that's basement, That's giving though. me some thoughts. Yeah. That's yeah. nasty, right? Well, too, and this, uh, of course, not an expert at all. Yeah. I know this by listening to us, but... <laughs> Um, I've read that, uh, like, pest infestations Uh are one of the first signs of a demonic presence. Ooh, yeah. Remember in Amityville? Amityville, yeah, Yeah. that's what it always reminds me of. Same thing, yeah. Yep. Yee. Yeah, not good, right? Yeah. Um, so, basically, this guy is just like, I'm done. Like, I gotta get out of here. It's... That's what made it... Because when I saw that bathtub, I was done. I was done. (laughs) I was hella done. (laughs) Yeah. So there's apparently something very evil in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, understandably, I could see why. Who wrote the note? Maybe. It makes my first thought was maybe him under the, like, hallucination. Yeah. Because obviously. Maybe talking about himself. Maybe. Yeah. Like, alternate personality. Yeah. 
I don't know. Look at you ripping the ghoul friend shirt today. You were ready. You came in hot Honestly, there. <laughs> like, didn't mean to because I started out in a long sleeve and I was sweating my ass off, so <laughs> I had to switch over to a short sleeve. That's funny. I just noticed it. I was like, oh. I know. Look at hey, that. Man, and if you want your own. If you, you want your own ghoul, ghoul friend shirt. <laughs> just saying. Uh, yes. Dang. So that's, that's kind of, one. yeah. I know the story was a little heavy. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's interesting. So, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think that, do you think it's something evil there? Like, I think so. I think so. I just find it weird that, like, there's still, like, flies and stuff. Because, like, what are flies? There's no food. There's no, it's abandoned. There's nothing in there. Yeah. Like, what are they doing in there? Yeah. I just wonder, too, because I would imagine, obviously, a, a horrific and just heinous crime took place there. Mm-hmm. I imagine that kind of, like, act of, like, evil, honestly, kind yeah. of leaves that kind of residual energy that may attract mm-hmm. darker things yeah. to it, to right. feed on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would fully believe that there might be something going on. And how does a bathtub get full? And why is it black water? I don't know. You know? The girl from the ring is hanging out in there. Mm-mm. Or from the grudge. Remember that Ooh, one? Oh, yeah. That one scared the shit out of me. I know. Remember? I made you watch that. You were so scared. We should watch another scary movie today. Let's do it. Um, I was thinking about one when you said the bathtub. It made me think of one. Have you ever seen... It's not like... A, it is scary, but it's like kind of thrillery too. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen What Lies Beneath? It's got Harrison Ford. Oh, man. A long time ago. Ooh, that one scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, and it involves a bathtub and Ooh. like a very famous scene and like... Not good. Yeah, it's a good one, though. Like, yeah. you can watch that. Okay, let's do it. It's scary. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. We can do that. Okay. All right. Yep. So is it... It's your turn. turn. Okay. I, I got to see where this one goes, because uh, you've got some notes there. I do have some notes, and I'm going to try and be... I don't know how you handwrite all that. My hand would be so tired. I t- um, what? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Fun fact, I type my notes. Like, I do, do everything on the computer and then print, and you handwrite. Uh, one day when we get super famous, like, I'm going to have no record of mine, and yours is just, they're going to be like, these were the early days of we, Celeste Seymour. They're going to be doing classes on this shit and be like, wow, she was real dumb. Um, no, I find, so, one, I don't type that fast, and Caitlin types like a freaking stenographer, so that's usually why I don't type, because yeah. I find myself, like, going back. Cause you pet. I do. I like d d d d d d d. I never. Nobody can see what you just did. I just like <laughs> typing with my little my fingers. But I remember um, they taught typing in school. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder why you type like that. There was like a typing program. It was like a spaceship, and I don't remember. And it like taught you the positions and like. Oh yeah. How to let you do that? I well, we had to. We had like. Um, cardboard like you learned all your letters oh, and then we had cardboard things over oh, it so you couldn't see oh dang what you smart. it was all on the you had to memorize where the keys smart. were yeah yeah no I mean we had it I just clearly didn't catch on yeah I can type really fast you can and that's why I think you do it but you know for me I find writing like I retain yeah. it better if I write it down, sure. like physically I always yeah. do college notes like by hand oh I, yeah, I never did that either I never type my college notes no I never all those I would usually like print out the powerpoints and yep. I would write on them yep. so I could like reference what exactly. they were talking about yeah the more you know college kids the more you know <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah um so this is one I've heard about before uh, and I always kind of at a glance thought it was really interesting, but okay. kind of like the case last week, um, decided to kind of did like do a deep dive. Sure. And there is a ton on this. I'm going to say, honestly, you could probably write a thesis on this family. <laughs> so, um, this is going to be a very, very high view. If you Google, um, who I'm about to talk about, you will find so much. So okay. highly recommend it. Yep. But I'm going to talk about Lemp Mansion. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Nope. 
And when I say limp, it's spelled L-E-M-P, just for reference. It's not lamp. It's not lamp, mansion. <laughs> I love lamp. <laughs> I love lamp. It's lamp. Okay. Um, so to give you a little... Lamp biscuit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> You're dismissed. <laughs> All right. So the lamp mansion is indeed a mansion. It's located at 3322 De Manil Place. Sorry if I said that wrong. In St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Um, have never been to St. Louis, have never been to Missouri, so. Neither. Uh, so to give you a little back. You can find me in St. Louis. <laughs> oh my God. This is going to be a really fun-filled Sorry. episode. That's from a Nelly song, right. in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> Continue. Are you any more? <laughs> no, I will stop. I'm going to reel her back in. <laughs> okay, so the Lem family itself is a really, um, they were uh, really wealthy but they were just plagued with tragedies, it seemed, okay. up and down. So to kind of understand why, we've got to go and kind of talk about their history. And okay. Like I said, this is a very high-level glance at them. Okay. So the Lemp family began with a man named Johann Adam Lemp, who immigrated from Eschwege, and I had to Google that, Germany, in 1838. So he came over to the U.S., um, and when he got here, he started a small grocery store. Okay. Now, from what I read, he did not have money. He was, uh, you know, just very humble beginnings. Yep. Um, starts a small grocery store that kind of has all your normal grocery stuff that people would need. But the kind of special thing was that he made, he brewed his own beer. Okay. And it was a homemade recipe from his family that he was making. So it, he had brought it from Germany. Yep. And was making it. And what made this beer really popular is that it was lighter, I think, like, it was a lighter beer in comparison to the beers in the U.S. at the time. Okay. So it quickly became, like, a favorite. Like, everyone just starts buying it, um, and it becomes so popular that he actually is able to open his own brewery in 1840 okay. and start brewing this beer. That's cool. So this is kind of where the family gets their, like, you'll see their wealth from. Um, so, like I said, 1840, gets the brewery, it takes off. Um, he makes an ass ton of money. And he ends up, from what I could see, he uh, passes away as a millionaire okay. in August of 1862. Okay. And at that point, his son, William, takes over the business. Now, there are multiple Williams in this family, and it is confusing <laughs> to keep them all straight, so if I mix one up, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, his son takes over, and by the 1870s, the Lemps were one of the wealthiest families in St. Louis. Like, okay. they were just up at the kind of upper crust. Yep. Um... So, in 1868, William bought a house that his father-in-law had originally built near the brewery and decides to renovate it into this big-ass mansion. And when I say big, I mean, like, 33-room big. Oh, dang. It's huge. It has tunnels under it that I think run to the brewery. Like, it's got a pool. Like, it's got a theater. This thing is massive. Dang. Yeah, just Google pictures, and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, it seems like things are going real good for everyone, right? Like, making money, yeah. building big old houses, drinking beer, that never yeah. sucks. Oh, that house is beautiful. Sorry, I just Googled it, that. yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're <laughs> you going to ruin it for me. That did not mean that they were immune from tragedy. Okay. So, uh, William's, uh, the first thing that kind of happened is that William's favorite son, Frederick, died in 1901 at age 28 from heart failure. Okay. Sounds like he had been sick, like, for a part of his life. Okay. Um, but this is a very, like, jarring incident for William. Um, so he becomes really withdrawn. He's really reclusive. He doesn't go out much. He's just so in grief-struck by what's yeah. happened. Um, this gets even worse when his friend Frederick Pabst, and I believe that is the Pabst in, like, Pabst beer. 
Blue Ribbon. Pencil. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dang. He was... Um, so here's another fun fact about Lemp, is that, uh, like, oh, like, the original Lemps, they would help other, like, budding beer makers, and I believe that, include, that included Pabst. Pabst. Yeah. Wow. So that's a fun little fact. That's cool. So his friend Pabst dies, too, in January of 1904, and at this point, he just kind of loses it. Yep. He just severely starts declining, um, and he ends up completing suicide trigger warning, um, by gunshot. Okay. So. Not good. Yeah. Okay. Here's kind of the first major, we've had two tragedies so far. Yeah. Um, I will say pay attention to the rate of, um, suicide in the story because it is okay. kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, from there, uh, William Jr., yet another William, inherits the business. It always kind of goes through the family. Okay. And he was married to a woman named Lillian and they got married in 1899. So Lillian was called the Lavender Lady, just a fun okay. little fact, and because she was hell obsessed with the color lavender. Okay. <laughs> like, she always wore lavender. She had a lot of lavender pieces in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, like, she was bougie enough where she would even have the horses' harnesses dyed lavender. So, like, they look oh, extra. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, you can tell they have a ton of money. But William Jr. is kind of shady, and he likes to do his own thing on his own time. Okay. So basically, he just makes he's sure... He's shady Sheila. He is a shady Sheila. Oh, man. One. All right. So basically, he gives Lillian, like, all sorts of money and just says, like, you got to go out, you got to shop, you got to do your thing. And I'm like, done. <laughs> <laughs> but it was not for good intentions. Basically, while she was out of the house, in a way, he would bring, like... Uh, prostitutes to the house. Oh, um, you're a nasty Nelly. Yeah, don't and, do that. Yeah, and this kind of uh, went on for a while, but he did end up having, um, you know, a child with a woman outside of his marriage. Oh. So, oh, you know, he, that <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, now, the really sad part about all of this, and I'll again give a little trigger warning here, is that that child was born, they think, with Down syndrome. Okay, but. At the time, it was not understood at all what Down syndrome was oh, or no. how to did how they, to help. Did they kill him? They didn't. No. Okay. No, it was a boy. Um, it you know this is horrific and it still just this makes me like shiver. They basically locked him in the attic of the house oh. where he lived through adulthood, I believe, and passed away. Mm-hmm. So he never went out. It was kind of due to like public shame. Yeah. Over you know. Uh, without understanding what it was, um, right. they did not want him to be seen. Okay. So that's one of the really dark parts of this story. Okay. So obviously, uh, Lillian and William Jr. had some problems. Yeah. Uh, they divorced in 1908, and from what I read, it was a very, very messy divorce. Okay. Um, so she kind of exits the picture, but things are just not going well right yeah. now. It's just, it's not getting any better, and it's not going to. Okay. So kind of the end of the Lemp family starts, and mind you, there's so much in between this, so I highly recommend reading it the whole thing through if you're yeah. interested. Um, so William's daughter, uh, and I saw, see, I needed to, I found conflicting reports of this. Some reports said it was her, his daughter, and some said it was his sister, I think it's his daughter, completed suicide on March 20th, 1920, not in the mansion, and her name was Elsa Lempright. Apparently, she had a very rocky marriage. Okay. Um, you know, mentally, I think, started really suffering mm-hmm. and ended up completing suicide. Um, now, we're getting close to prohibition times. Okay. And that has a massive, obvious impact on the brewery business. Yeah. So, as the plant and brewery start to tank, William Jr. also completes suicide. Ooh. 
and he does this as well um, on December 29th, 1922, with a gunshot through his heart. Okay. To make things even worse, the other brother, Wilmot III, died in 1943 of heart attack. So it's like Damn. people are dropping like flies. Yeah. So again, the business is really in bad, dire straits at this point. Mm-hmm. It goes to, um, I believe, uh, Charles Lemp who never worked in the brewery industry. He walked away from it early on, and he went into banking. Um, But it goes to him, because they're kind of running out of family to give this thing to. Um, As soon as he starts getting involved in the brewery business, um, he gets really paranoid. Maybe, I'm assuming, because of all the the line of death that have happened up until this point. He gets super um, paranoid and very germ-obsessive, like washes his hands okay. 10,000 times a day, like will not touch anyone, like gets real just like... Yeah. He just starts Some acting weird very strangely. Yeah. yeah. Now, after the death of William Jr.'s son, who is the child that was locked in the attic his entire life... Yeah. And from what I read, he was... Uh, they have like a mausoleum, I think, on the grounds where the mansion is. Yeah. And I think he's only in a grave with the like marker limp. Like, I don't even think we knew his, like, name. It's, that makes me so mad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So after his death, uh, Charles really spirals and also completes suicide by gunshot. Fuck. Yeah. It seems anyone that's involved in the business ends up, like, kind of going down. Yeah. Yeah. So the business at this point went to the remaining limp, and his name was Edwin. Okay. Um, and he left in 1913 from the brewery. He, you know, got rid of the business. Um, he just, he left and he okay. went to Kirkwood, Missouri, had his own kind of like estate. And he died in 1970 at the age of 90. So he did live out okay. his full life. Phew. But it's interesting <laughs> because he like kind Didn't, of ditched the business yeah. and got out. Yeah. Um, now what's interesting is that upon his death, he ordered his butler to burn all of his family's portraits, paintings, what? family artifacts, papers, Anything and they did that, so basically, uh, we're missing so much yeah. history from this family because it was destroyed upon right. Edwin Lump's death. Weird, okay, and that was kind of the end of the Lump family. The line had kind of died out at okay. that point. Weird flex, but okay, <laughs> yeah. So, like, a lot going on, yeah, a lot of weirdness happening. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, with all the shit that's gone down, the Lemp Mansion has some shit going on in it. Yeah. Um, just a fun fact, it's a bed and breakfast now. Ooh. So, okay. you can actually stay there. Yeah. It's got a restaurant. It looks beautiful. It does. But yeah, I Googled it. it look, look at the website. Yeah. yeah. So, they say that there's a couple areas that are really, really active. So, it said that the third floor is obviously um, thought to be occupied by the child who is locked away. Okay. So, this is most commonly noted when people are looking at the mansion from the street. Mm-hmm. Um, they say they see a face kind of peering through the window. Yeah. Um, I believe in photographs, too, this is shown. Um, and there have been, you know, investigators that have gone to the mansion. Yeah. And when they're there, they'll put, like, toys, like, on mm-hmm. the floor and ask um, someone to move it. And they'll come back and the toy will be in, like, a different room. Oh, wow. So, there's kind of a lot of activity there. Yeah. Um, there's also instances where guests will hear, or people will hear, uh, someone like rapidly like running up the stairs Mm -hmm. and then like kicking a door. Like you'll hear a door like thudding. Yeah. And so, and this was to William Sr.'s room. So it's said that when William Sr. took his own life, uh, William Jr. ran up the stairs and had to kick the door in to get to him. So it seems like that's kind of a residual Residual. thing that people hear. Um, and then the final one that I found is that in the downstairs 
bathroom, which used to be William Jr.'s kind of area yeah. the mansion. It's a lot of Williams. I know. There's so many. I'm sorry if I mixed <laughs> one up. Because I'm like, wait, which William? I'm like, you could have named them so many other things. Yeah. Um, women, when they're in the restroom, will see a man peeking over the divider of the stall. Ew. Because he was the shady ass. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's still being shady. He's still in the afterlife, still being a nasty Nelly. Mm-hmm. Still being a shady Sheila. That's gross. So they'll see, and they'll like be like, excuse me, and yeah. then they storm out, and then he, like, there's, there's nobody. Ooh. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, and also one I just randomly read was that people will hear horses like whinnying and like neighing mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Oh, that's because funny. that used to be where they would tether the horses. The horses, yeah. yeah. Oh. There's a lot. Like, that is, a yeah. Lot to this family, that is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That is the Lent Mansion and Good the one. Lent family. Yeah. That's crazy. I was like waiting for you to say like, yeah, and it's the owner of like Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not but pretty cool um, with the, like, PBR. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good one. It's an interesting one. It was. That was a good one. I liked yeah. that a lot. I've never been to St. Louis, but that'd be a really Neither. interesting thing to see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you've been, let us know. Yeah. That's super cool. Thank you. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Mine's not nearly that long. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay. So, I feel like we've gone all around... The U.S. The country, yeah. Yeah. We're going to Baltimore. You went to St. Louis. And now we're going to hop in. I wish we were in an airplane. I know. We can't. We're going to California. So this is in Los Angeles. It's called the Los Feliz Murder House. Okay. Told you sticking with the theme of murder. Um, And so this is at 2475 Glendower Place in L.A., California. Yeah, you showed me this house, too. It... It could... It's a mansion. Yeah. Um, it could be beautiful. It probably was very beautiful The exterior the is very beautiful. Uh, yeah. We're not going in there, though. No. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so, it is... You said it looked very, like, California style. Yeah. It's like... I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> California style. <laughs> California no. style. Um, it's called Spanish Revival style. Okay. That's kind of how they have okay. tagged it. Yep. Um, it's huge. It has a ballroom. It has four master bathroom or master bedrooms. Four master bedrooms. Yeah. How many freaking people like yeah. need a master bedroom in the house? Right. Like a lot. We all get in master bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it even have has servant quarters. So okay. like, it's you bougie. Yeah. Bougie, wretched. <laughs> Cardi B is. <laughs> She's on repeat right now. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Huge house, um, and it was bought in the early 1950s by a cardiologist named Harold Perelson. Okay. Um, so he was a pretty big deal. He taught cardiology. Um, he spoke around the world at like conferences yeah. and was like a pretty badass cardiologist. Yeah. Um, Obviously made a lot of money. Made a shit ton of money. Um, he was married to his wife, Lillian, um, and they had three children. There was Judy, Joel, and little Debbie. Little Debbie. Little Debbie. <laughs> Little Debbie. <laughs> um, so, like, kind of from the outside, it looked like they had, like, a perfect really family. perfect life. Yeah, beautiful house. Mm-hmm. Um, just beautiful kids and mm-hmm. married. Just picturesque. Yeah. Perfect little family. life. Yep. We all know that's not Clearly real life. That is not the case. <laughs> um, so, Harold had a business partner, and his name um, was Edward Shustak. Um, and then Harold, with the help of Shustak, created this syringe that would inject substances from, like, the small glass capsules. Mm-hmm. And that made injections safer um, oh. and less 
um, cross contamination. Okay. It's very similar to what you see like now. I don't. I couldn't see if that was from them, but mm. basically, uh, Shustak decides he's gonna kind of steal the idea. Take the money and run. And, yeah. Yep. Um, and this turned into like a huge legal battle. Oh, um, sure. And Harold did not make out well um, yeah, in it. Okay. He lost, like. I think it was like a hundred and something thousand dollars, which today would equal over a million dollars. Whoa. So it kind of drained him. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, and then his um, oldest daughter got in to a car accident mm. um, and he had to go to court for that. She was okay. She survived. Mm-hmm. Um, but also was draining the funds money, here. Yeah. Um, and then in... Um, her diary that they found, obviously, after all this, this all happens, um, was saying, like, my parents are in, like, a financial bind. Mm. So you could tell that it was really... Stressful. Yeah. Like, sure. taking a toll uh, on them. And so Harold kind of starts to just kind of be depressed and just not in a good mindset. Um, just, I think everybody can relate <laughs> Mm. To money issues and how stressful that can be. Oh, absolutely. And especially, I guess, if you had, you know, a fuck ton of money mm-hmm. and used to living kind of lavishly, way, yeah. and then now you're like, oh, shit. Really having to, to adjust. Yeah. So instead of, you know, just kind of trudging right forward now. and, you know, doing this, uh, what does he decide to do? Uh, on December 6th of 1959, he gets up at 5 a.m. and goes downstairs and grabs a hammer um, walks back upstairs mm-hmm. to their bedroom where his wife Lillian is sleeping and smashes her over the head with the hammer. Oh, um, he thought it was going to kill her, but it didn't. Um, but her mouth was like filling up with blood and she, uh, asphyxiated, 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 I give up. <laughs> we can't edit that out either because we yeah. don't know how to edit. <laughs> um, basically drowned in her own blood. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then she did pass away. Mm. Um, the oldest yeah. daughter, uh, Judy, yeah. um, she was sleeping in, in bed, of course. Yeah. And he decides to go into her room and he's going to kill her as well um, and hits her over the head. Okay. With you have a question? Was he planning to take out the whole family? Like I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but he goes into the oldest daughter of the room, hits her over the head, but doesn't kill her. Oh. She starts screaming and trying to run. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, starts screaming at her to lay still and be quiet. Well, and he kills her? Yeah. Like, no. Um, so she's just, like, screaming and screaming and trying to get out. And this wakes up Debbie, okay. the youngest daughter. And he, she comes in looking to see, like, what the What's fuck is going on. on. Yeah. And basically, Harold says, like, you're having a nightmare. Like, just go back to sleep. And she goes back to her room. Oh, God. Um, and, and this time, that distracted him enough where Judy ran. Yeah. She ran to the neighbor's house, um, screaming, like, don't kill me, don't kill me. And so, of course, they're like, get in. And, like, they yeah. call the police. Um, and by the time police get there, he had the hammer in his hand, but he was dead. Oh. By the time they got there. Okay. Do you want to know what he did? Uh-huh. He had taken a large amount of uh, Nembutol, okay. which is a sedative, um, and then washed that down with another 31 tranquilizer pills. Wow. That'll do it. That, yep. That's so, a lot. <laughs> 
he died. Yeah. Um, did the other two kids, did the kids make it? Yes, okay. they did. So the younger two children, he never hurt them. And the uh, oldest daughter did survive. She, survived, she was okay. okay. Um, they, the younger children went uh, under the care of their aunt. Mm, okay. um, aunt. 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 <laughs> Um, and so they, you know, everything was fine. Yeah. And, uh, after that, the house became abandoned. Sure. Um, and yeah. kind of it started, people were like kind of squatting there and mm-hmm. it kind of just became run down, but there yeah. were like their Christmas tree was still up. It still had, like presents under the tree. And, Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. Oh no. Like it just sat there, just got like dusty and moldy and Ooh. just all run down. Um, for over 50 years, it was abandoned. Okay. Um, so you can imagine kind of how run down, yeah. you know, it had gotten in that time. Um, so it goes up for auction sure, to sell it, and it was sold to um, a couple named Emily and Julian Enriquez. Okay. Um, but they never moved in. They oh. bought it, and it was it sold for, like, over $2 million. Oh, yeah. It's, like, right in a good it's, spot yeah, of L.A. Like so, you like, see everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so not sure why they didn't move in. And they never did. Um, so it goes um, kind of up for sale again and just sits for more years and more years and just continues yeah. to just not do well. Um, so a neighbor down the road, her name was Cherie Watson, mm-hmm. like got really brave one time because like obviously everybody knew kind of what, what happened. happened. And sure. so she was just like, I'm going to go like, I want to go check it out. Ooh. So, yeah, I don't know why she would do that, but she did. So, she walks into the house and, like, almost instantly gets bit by a Black Widow spider. Oh. In the house. And she's like, what the fuck? Um, so... Those are super poisonous, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like... (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to get bit by one of them suckers. Yeah. Um, and then an alarm started going off in the house. Like, a security alarm. And she was just like... But there was, what? like, no power to it, or, like... I mean, it's... No, there's there's nothing. This was before it was bought, correct? Oh, I mean, yeah. No. Someone had owned it, but it just was oh, run down. Gotcha. They never moved in, remember? Gotcha, gotcha. No, it just okay. sat, sat there to rot. I gotcha. And so she was like, fuck that. Like, I am out. Like, uh, I just yeah. got to go. Um, yeah, yeah. So she goes home. She gets... She's okay. Like, doesn't die. Doesn't, you know, yeah. just deals with her... Dang. Her Black Widow bite. Um, but, so she's home getting ready for bed and her security alarm goes off in her house oh so she's running around looking like nothing was out of the ordinary nothing Mm -hmm. was weird um so shuts it off just kind of like chalks it up to a bad day yeah um and then this happened for four consecutive nights oh my god at night the alarm would go off it's like something followed her yep yep uh yeah so no um of course, as always, this is a hot spot for paranormal investigators. I'm absolutely sure. Um, <laughs> and one guy got on his little recorder um, a loud scream from a woman, mm. um, and then you could just hear like frantic screaming, kind of in the background, um, and then the whole thing just went silent. Oh my god! Yeah, Ooh. that's creepy. Um, Neighbors will think that there's someone in the house. Oh. Um, they can see... Ooh, that must be scary to live next to. Yeah, it uh-huh. would be, right? Yeah. Um, and they say that there's a woman that often watches them if they're outside, like, for minutes. We'll watch them. They can see her for minutes. From the house? Yeah, like, oh. in the window in the house. And then we'll just vanish. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, in 2016, it was sold again. 
Okay. Um, for just a cool two mil. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> sure. And and basically, people thought like because it's in a like very good area, like yeah, a highly I, sought out area. I can imagine. That it was just going to be a tear down, um, oh, and then just a rebuild. Real. Yep. Um, that didn't happen. The family does move in, and they started renovating. Um, yeah. So they renovated for it's a huge house, so you yeah. know it's taken a long time, and we know how renovations go; they we take forever. How, yeah, how much ghosts love them. Um, so they were right in the middle of the reno, and everyone was like, "Sweet, like finally, it's gonna like look good." Yeah. Um, then one day they just packed up and were gone, oh, and it's still for sale today. Actually, we just I saw... Say, I thought we said it was under... It was under contract, so someone bought it. Uh, so you can actually look on Zillow, yeah, and you can, can find the listing, and it's just stripped down to its studs. Yeah. Like, everything is just stripped. It. And so everyone's just like, hmm. How long will that last? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it's just weird that they started the renovation and then never it's finished left. it and then put it up for sale again. Yeah. And we all know that ghosts don't like renovations. renovations. No, they do not. Yeah. And, fun fact, in California, you do not have to disclose if there was a murder in the house, if it's after three years. If it's within oh, three years, you, you have, have to. to. If it's after three years, you don't have to. Do you know if they have to do that here? South Carolina? Carolina? I doubt it. Well, South Carolina, Carolina doesn't really have many rules. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't care. Downtown, I mean, someone's died in every house yeah. in downtown. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Like, there's a lot of ghosts running around Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's under contract right now. So I wonder if, like, the person that's buying it knows I mean, any history about I, it. I don't know. Like... I mean, you wouldn't unless... Is it better to know or to not know? <laughs> like, that's the question. Uh, but they're going... We're going to revisit this in, like, two years. Yeah, we're going to check in and find <laughs> out. That's yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. It is, right? Also, who has $2.5 million to drop on a house? Yeah. <laughs> and the offer, they wanted... Um, Cash, like only. Oh, sure. <laughs> Let me just write you a check here. Let me just you a cool 2.5 mil. Hold on. Yeah. That is wild. Mm. Man. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Dang. There's those no lost police. Yeah. Murder house. Yeah. Yeah. I told you to buckle up. I had, oh, those were some wild ones. Yeah, those were wild ones. I love doing a good haunted house. Like, there's plenty of them. There are, man. And we're, we're going to get through all of them one day. One day. <laughs> one day. It's been 84 years. Literally. We'll be like, this is episode 526 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. <laughs> Turn your hearing aid up. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that was a good one. It was good. That's I enjoyed interesting. it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we've learned about, um, you know, a beer with a really bad backstory to it. Yep. Uh, We've learned that you should not go near filled bathtubs. <laughs> the water is, like, completely black yeah. and nasty. And, um, yeah, we should learn that, you, or we learned that you should not attack people with claw hammer. That's yeah. not good. Don't no, do that. Don't do that. What are you doing? Did it reminded me of uh, a little bit of, like, Lizzie Borden mm, style. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It was giving me those vibes. Ugh. Lizzie Borden is also one I always, I know we talk about it, like, all the time. Yeah. With her, but it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. It was weird to be in that house. It was a weird it, feeling. It was very weird. When she laid on the floor, I was like, I do not like that. Uh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> <Please> either. <laughs> like, I feel like some bad shit is about yep. to go down in this house. I didn't even like being in there when I found out the Ouija board was there. I was like, yeah. I don't like it. Nope. <laughs> Get it out. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. No, thank you. Yeah. Man. Well, cool. All righty. Good job. That was a good one. Yeah, I, I liked it. That. Yep. All right. Well... Any final thoughts before we start wrapping her up? I don't think so. Okay. Looks like a good day out there. Nice and warm. 
Oh, it's nice and warm, all right? <laughs> it looks so nice when you just look until you step out and you're just like, oh. It's a hell. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. better. It's better than it has been. So take it as... It hasn't. It's a little... It's a win. It's a we're, small win, but it's a win. We are inching towards the end of summer. Yes, we I are. I not be happier about that. It's true. I really need to get on. Yes. Because spooky season's coming. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about. Pumpkins. Oh, pumpkin spice is back at, Do- <laughs> at Duncan, y'all. <laughs> Isn't it, like, year-round up in, like, Maine? They know, but my mom somehow found, like, this hookup <laughs> at one the of the dealer. Duncans. <laughs> Pumpkin Spice dealer. That, like, they had it until, like, it was, like, February or March. Oh, okay. Like, they just didn't run out. So, I, gotcha. I don't I don't know. It's weird up there. I'm just ready for the Pumpkin Spice Latte. Yeah. I wonder if it's at Starbucks yet. I don't know. I've not heard about it. Cause you know they make a big old deal about that. Yeah, they really do. I was about to say, because y'all It's got to be soon. Yeah. Duncan's got it. Yeah. Starbucks is like, shit. I know, put it out. <laughs> I know, if y'all know us, you know, we love a good PSL. I do mm-hmm. love a pumpkin spice latte. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I, I want one. <laughs> I know, and I want sweaters, and I want crisp I nights. I know. Merp. <laughs> Merp on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, come visit me on... I gotta be more active on Facebook. Sorry, I'm, like, in charge of, like, name. one... I'm only in charge of Facebook, and you got everything else, and I don't do shit on there. <laughs> it's okay. I need to, to do something up there. But keep sending pics. I do get uh, some good animal pics every once in a while. The yeah. puppos and the kitty cats. Very cute. Very cute. Love them. Yes. Yes. And uh, remember, you can come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast, um, where you can come find pictures, memes, whatever we feel like posting. <laughs> so, yeah, come yep. see us there. Um, you can see us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you have a listener story or if you would just like to send us an email, you can at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And do send in more listener stories because I'm ready to do another episode. Yeah, me too. Oh, merch. Oh, yep, merch. If you want a handy dandy t shirt like me, you can get that at goldfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. And remember that the proceeds that we get from that merchandise will be donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's go get some merch. Go get some merch. Yeah. Let's we, I would say we love them. We love, like, the quality. They're comfortable. And I'm not just saying that because it's ours, but, like, it really is. Yeah. If something's cheap, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. But I want to get a mug. Let's order mugs. Yeah, we can get mugs. Yeah. We need mugs. Yeah, we do need mugs. My parents need mugs. They said they were going to order a mug like 10 years ago. I know ago. y'all are listening too. <laughs> yeah, because apparently I got called out for like stealing stuff out of their garage. <laughs> so I know y'all are listening. Go buy a mug, mom and dad. What are you doing? <laughs> we need help. <laughs> you love us, right? <laughs> They're like, yeah, but like 500 Costco runs <laughs> yeah. we do for you. Everything else we do. Like, we think that'd be nest, like obvious by now, but okay. Okay. Yes. yes. Cool. All right. I think that's it. I think that's all I got to. We're right on time. Yeah. Well, perfect. So we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, for now, we hope you stay spooky. We hope you stay safe and we hope you stay well. And cool. And cool. In the AC. And in <laughs> air conditioned areas. Yep. Um, wear a mask, wash your hands. And I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Hey, ghoul, hey. Bye, ghoul, bye. <laughs> <sighs> Merp.